Welcome, everyone, to Strictly JoJo, a podcast dedicated to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, where every JoJo episode is reviewed by casuals for casuals. My name is Courtney. Ekono Karuda. This is episode 43, and we are discussing the worst localized stand names in JoJo. As always, there will be spoilers for anything that's happened in the JoJo anime, so you've been warned. Since we have a, a little bit of a gap here in the Stone Ocean episodes um we've been thinking of different discussions to have and you actually came up with this idea to talk about terrible awful cringeworthy localized stand names and not only stand names but really character names in jojo yeah because i was thinking a long time ago in a galaxy farm (laughs) um, i think it was around the time that i had started watching jojo with you there was a meme floating around on the internet. Um, As or, there is with JoJo. Yeah. Well, th- it wasn't like JoJo related until there was a response to it. So it was actually, uh, I have the image here. And as always, we will share this on the Discord um, when this episode releases. Uh, I think it's it's a tweet. Uh, and it's a picture of um, Midoriya and Bakugo from My Hero Academia. Um, and the, it's captioned, name a better anime rivalry, I'll wait. And um, I guess they retweet, uh, another user retweeted this with another caption saying, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure versus American Copyright Laws. Which is just <laughs> fantastic. I remember seeing this this tweet as well. And you know when there, there's a lot of great tweets out there, right? But you know when you just find those diamonds in the rough that are just so spot on they just understand the culture Mm -hmm. and the memes behind something that person that response just got to me and like stuck with me and it's like one of my favorite jojo tweets yeah i could say that it's arguably like also the one of the greatest anime battles of all time yeah (laughs) it's so meta it's fantastic but yeah we'll, we'll definitely share a copy of that or uh share it in the discord um, so if you're not part of the Discord, check out the show notes to find a link so you can join. We do have some fun updates. Um, so I, I we may have shared on this podcast, but we recently reached 50 members in our Discord. That's really exciting. The community is growing. I love talking to everybody. We love talking to everybody. So yeah, please join if you haven't. Um, we also were recently on TV Trivia Pod, invited back to TV Trivia Pod to talk all about Thor. Yeah, one of the, <laughs> I was going to say the worst Marvel movies. And I think that honor actually goes to, to Thor 2, The oh Dark World. Um, I would say it's probably one of the better origin stories that we've seen in the MCU. Um, and it was kind of coincidental that we were asked by Brian from TV Trivia Pod to review Thor because we feel like there's a little bit of an anime connection there since you could kind of consider, if you think about it, Thor as a reverse isekai i certainly consider it a reverse isekai (laughs) i think it totally falls in that genre yeah and i don't think there's much relation to jojo um with thor i guess you could say (laughs) that thor has a jojo physique there you go (laughs) (laughs) but regardless it was a a fun time as always uh being on tv trivia pod and getting to answer some of the i would say like those are pretty tough trivia questions yeah, if you're curious to find out how we we did on trivia, tune into episode 78 of TV Trivia Pod. Again, that was Thor Trivia. 
and it recently came out. Um, I think at the time of this episode's release, um, it'll have been out for almost a week or so. So it's still fresh, still new. Definitely check it out because it was a really fun time. And last piece of exciting news before we get into some JoJo news, we want to give a huge shout out and welcome to our newest patron, Jesse James. Jesse James. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's a Pokemon reference because that would be awesome. But yes, welcome to our Patreon. Thank you for, for subscribing, becoming a patron. We really, really appreciate the support. And thank you for the really nice note that you sent us. Um, Jesse James shared uh, kind of high level that they had looked at other JoJo podcasts and, and I think really resonated with ours, really enjoys the format that we have, our in-depth discussions, how silly we can be about JoJo. So that was an awesome note, really kind of made our day and that's the stuff that we live for doing this i think just knowing that other people out there really enjoy what we talk about um and want to weeb out as much as we do so jesse james thank you again for your support we seriously appreciate it yeah it's always nice to to get feedback like that from our listeners um it, it really drives us keeps us going so um, i would like to give my personal thank you to jesse james for showing us some love and I want to say your username is arguably better than any of the localized names that we've seen in JoJo so far. So <laughs> We should take Jesse James and make that a new stand name because I agree. I think that would be far superior to anything that we're about to yeah. talk about in this episode. <laughs> but if you'd like to support the show and get access to things like our bonus episodes, our pre-show, um, see our show schedule to find out what we're talking about next on Strictly JoJo and Strictly Anime, submit questions for us to answer on our podcast, all that fun stuff, then head over to patreon.com slash the Strictly series. So I'll round us out with a bit of JoJo news before our episode discussion. And guess what? There still is no JoJo news. Uh, I'm still waiting. I think in a week uh, we'll have the JoJo special event at Anime Japan where they will hopefully have an announcement regarding the release of the next part of Stone Ocean. But on the manga front, there is some news related to JoJo uh, in the form of Thus spoke Kishibe Rohan. Uh, uh, there's an article by comicbook.com uh, titled Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Confirms Thus Spoke Kishibe Rohan's Next Release. And I believe it says that the 11th chapter, which I didn't even know there were 10 chapters of this, uh, this story already, uh, the 11th chapter in this Jojo's Bizarre Adventure spinoff is set to arrive on April 19th hitting Ultra Jump Magazine and set to be brought to life by Hirohiko Araki while also being touted as part one, meaning that we most likely haven't seen the last of Kishibe Rohan in his titular spin-off series. So it's interesting that it's Araki that is helming this part. I think he took a bit of a break um, after writing uh, Jojolian, right? Part nine. Probably. Um, so he's, he's, he's back in the manga sphere. Uh, although I think... Uh, the spoke Kishibe Rohan actually this week is supposed to release episode 10 titled Hot Summer Martha. I think that being like a, a chapter in the series. Um, yeah, March Wait for 19th. the OVA, not for the OVA, for the manga because oh. the, the OVA, which we have yet to watch, was only well, I've four episodes. It. Oh, that's right. I have watched, watched it. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. I know it's on Netflix, uh, so I think that'll be. One thing that we'll watch down the road, probably closer to when we d 
discuss part four, <laughs> which will probably not be for quite some time because we still have part three to get through. Yeah, I think we want to do things in chronological order. So once we complete Diamond is Unbreakable, we'll then go into this OVA and then into part five. Yeah. So for you Jojo manga readers out there, um, especially those that have been reading the spoke Kishibe Rohan, I'm sure this is great news for you. So we'll share this article in the Discord. Um, and I forgot, like, this article I think also mentions, um, or maybe it doesn't, no, it doesn't. Oh, yeah, it does, uh, that there is a live-action adaptation of the spoke Kishibe Rohan. There is? Yeah. Oh, no. I think... <laughs> It had a couple episodes in 2020, then it came back with some special episodes in 2021. I don't know if there are currently any plans. Oh, wait. Wikipedia says that its original run is still at present. So December 2020 to present. So I think they're still planning to add more episodes to that series. I haven't heard much about it. I've seen pictures of the person playing uh, Kishibe Rohan. Just kind of interesting. This is the first I'm hearing of it. Maybe it's because I avoid live actions like the plague. <laughs> but I'm surprised. I didn't. I had no idea. I haven't heard anything about it. I know that there's a live action movie uh, that adapts part four or part parts part of four. part four. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know why. Like they're so fascinated with adapting things from from diamond is unbreakable it's probably because the setting is the easiest all of right. all of them because it's in japan and it's mm -hmm. the quote-unquote slice of life jojo part so it's probably the simplest one. Oh yeah takeaway is new kishibe rohan content if you love that character which it seems like the community does um araki does oh, he, yeah. i don't think he admits <laughs> it but i think we all assume it's his self-insert in jojo yeah it, I think he he's denied it a couple times, or maybe he's hinted that it's his favorite character. Um, but it's clear from this series that he, he does give a lot of attention to Rohan. So yeah, look forward to more Rohan content in the coming months. So let's talk about localized titles, localized names in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure anime. I... I'm ready to cringe. Are you ready to cringe? <laughs> I have yeah. things I want to say about some of these localized titles. And I wanted to start off by saying, or I guess explaining what localized titles are for anyone who doesn't know or isn't familiar with that term or is new to JoJo. And I guess I'll do my best to explain it. I'll pull some shit out of my ass, but let me know if you've got a better way of explaining it. So the localized titles are essentially um, titles that take the original and adapt them for i guess the the language that they're being subbed in or dubbed in and the reason behind it is that there's some issue with using the original name for that character or you know title or what have you um so in the case of jojo's bizarre adventure in case you haven't realized by now araki loves to use uh the majority of the time musician or band names um, oftentimes, you know, in part six, for example, there, there are other things like uh, designer names that, that pop up. So the issue with using them here, I guess, like in the States, for example, is a lot of them reside here and that entails copyright infringement and needing to buy the rights in order to use those original names. So instead when they sub or English dub, 
JoJo's Bizarre Adventure anime, I think manga as well, um, they will change the name around so that it's different enough where there's no potential lawsuit, but still usually kind of similar to the original name so that there's some kind of cohesion there. That's not always the case, as we'll talk about here, but that's kind of the intent, the reason behind these title switches, which most of the time, if you're watching Japanese dub with English subtitles or whatever language subtitles, you may kind of not notice it, but when you're listening to the Japanese voice actors say the original names, um, even in the way they pronounce it, sometimes it is obvious. Like when you hear Crazy Diamond and you're reading Shining Diamond, those two sounds are very different. Those two names are very different. Yeah, I think you, you nailed the, the the definition of what we mean by localized names pretty well. Uh, it's just odd because you would think, at least here in the States, we have things that are kind of protected under parody law and i'm no legal expert so i can't go i can't provide many details along that but i'm just thinking of shows like family guy or south park like they're they're notorious for poking fun at things in western pop culture and and saying like franchises and and band names just like jojo um, and they're never really hit with any sort of copyright issue so it's it's kind of strange that they would want to do it for Jojo. Unless this isn't considered parody because it's not like they're embodying the individual or the band or what have mm. you. They're just using the title. You know what I mean? So could that possibly be the difference? Again, not a law expert either. If if there is an expert listening and, and they want to reach out to us and, and enlighten us, please do so. But that that's my assumption as to why they're not able to get away with it or they choose not to even try. Yeah. I guess in the end, it's all just to, to protect themselves, which I understand. Um, we just get some really wacky translations and, and monikers. I will say that I think the localizations, they're not as bothersome in the first two parts. Um, it seems like they're kind of just like alternate spellings or pronunciations of certain names. Uh, I think it's once stands are introduced um, in the story of Jojo that things start to become a little bit more, I'll say, gratuitous and just really odd. <laughs> yeah, and one thing I wonder, um, and if any listeners out there can confirm this for us, please feel free to reach out. You can email us. You can join the Discord and let us know on there. Send us a message through Twitter or Instagram. Um, if, if anyone in a different region or who watches the sub or watches the dub in a different language than English, do you also have localized titles for your regions or for your language? Or are they able to get away with using the original names? I'm, I'm genuinely curious. So if anyone, again, wants to reach out and, and confirm for their particular language or reg region, please let us know. Well, as we were putting this episode together, uh, we did use a page from the JoJo Wiki. Uh, that's jojo.fandom.com that lists they call them name variants um, and so we traversed through this list picked out some of the, the 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 stand names or localized names that we thought were the weirdest and some of them they list like certain localized names that were used in various regions i'm looking at a lot that were used in like the italian manga editions or the italian dubs 
So I wonder if part five, they had more accurate spelling for (laughs) the Italian words because everyone's named after like a food in Italian. Although I know that we all, we've talked about the, the crowd uh, at that anime convention um, in Italy where they were, they were chanting Bucciarati, even though I think the actual, um, the, the food, like each, most of the characters in part five are named after certain Italian foods. And I think it's, Bucciarati, um, that's the actual food that Bucciarati is named after. But I remember they would still chant Bucciarati. Wait, what's the? It sounds like you're saying the exact same word. Bucciarati. Oh, Bucciarati. I was like, wait, you're just saying the same thing both times. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> wait, now I'm I'm googling it. Maybe it's not a food. Doesn't, <laughs> so isn't a, isn't Bucciarati a cookie? Um, I thought that one was a, like an Italian cookie or something. Oh, maybe I'm spelling this wrong. Um, I'm seeing. Oh wait. This is weird. Bucciarati is actually a a jewelry and watch company, but there's a an Italian cookie that's normally called Cucidati, but it's also known as Bucciarati. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, where was I going with? Oh, I guess sometimes like the localized names are still widely accepted, even in the cultures that JoJo is is portraying. <laughs> Yeah, I could see that. There's plenty of times where we'll quote something from JoJo that's clearly in English, but said differently by the Japanese voice actors. And in the quote, we'll still say it like the Japanese voice actors. But I do also want to say that as much as we hate on these localized names and titles, we get it. I I understand that they, whoever makes the decision, right? I I don't know who would make the decision in, in the grand scheme of things, but whoever they are, They probably don't want to get sued or spend an extreme amount of money for the rights to use every single one of these stand-in character names. And, like, they do their best to get close to the original name without copyright infringement. And some of these are honestly kind of clever, but at the end of the day, I still cringe at them and I still dislike them. So while I give them props for doing what they need to do, because I can't imagine how expensive it would be to get the rights or buy the rights from all of these fucking bands and all of these fucking designers and and um, public figures or whatever they are, I I feel like they're you know it, I get it but like I still I'm still gonna cringe. It, nothing's gonna make me accept it. I think I'll just be understanding of it. Especially when it comes to the stand cries. I know in our previous episode when we were talking about sound effects and sound design, I mentioned how like stand cries in the series are one of my favorite sounds. And there's something about hearing like the Japanese dub and just hearing like the the ferocity with which these voice actors say their stand names and you can tell that it's the like the actual bands in the Japanese dub. I don't know if that translates as well in the English dub or any other local dubs. And then there's one character in particular that we always go back to in this argument. Um, from part five, so when we oh, get we'll to, get there. <laughs> yeah, when we get there, um, that's gonna be more apparent. And I think it it loses, I guess, some of that like the sinister nature of how those stand names sound, even though they're based on typically like American or British rock bands or musicians. Uh, it it doesn't have that same punch if you have to use a localized name. But again, we get it. Yeah, and the list that we put together, the, the vast majority are stand names. Um, do you want to call that out? But 
we did include some other hilarious, notable, like non-stand localized names, like character names or titles. So it's it's technically a a conglomerate, but the vast majority are stand names. All right, so let's jump into this. Um, I'm thinking we should go by JoJo part and talk about all of the ones that stick out for those parts. Would that work? Yeah. Okay, cool. And um, another thing <laughs> that I just thought about as I was putting together these, um, you know, my, my kind of call outs here. Uh, my dad is a huge 80s fan. He loves 80s music. And I kind of, uh, I, I enjoy telling him some of the localized stand names. And he always laughs. He always just finds them so funny. So as I was putting some of these down on my list, I was thinking about my dad and how he reacts to some of these stand names when it comes to like 80s bands. Because I can imagine for someone who's a big fan of them to hear the way that the the names of songs or bands have been changed, you're probably like, what the fuck? I guess out of context for people who haven't watched JoJo, these probably sound like tribute bands to these actual musicians and artists yeah i can only imagine <laughs> like him trying to picture what type of character it would be because i've told him before they, they use band and song names for character names and he probably is like i don't i he, he can probably only envision what the band looks like and that's all he can he can distinguish you know with that certain character but mm-hmm. if i were to show him a picture i'd be like no actually this is what that character looks like he'd probably think i'm crazy <laughs> yeah tom petty is as far from tom petty in in appearance as a baby is to an old man so. <laughs> <laughs> well with that let's start with part one um i don't have anything on my list but tom petty is a good one yeah, I think that would probably be the only really odd one um, in part one. I want to say it's probably, well, there's Zeppeli, which we know his name is kind of based off of uh, Led Zeppelin. Um, and Oh, Robert Speedwagon, Ariel Speedwagon. Uh, I, don't, I wasn't really bothered by those, but I think it was right when I heard Tom Petty. I knew it was referring to Tom Petty, but just the seeing the subtitle read Tom Petty, I was like, okay, this is where things start to get a bit weird with names. I think in part one, it seemed like, and I could be wrong, but it seemed like a Rocky was purposely trying to not use the exact namesake. Um, so Tom Petty again being the example here, it's I think the official writing of it in the JoJo lore is Tom Petty. But mm. you make a note of it saying that the namesake is Tom Petty, the musician. But then when he hits part like two and onward, I think he just stops caring. <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to use the the song title or, or the band name. Um, but speaking of Ario Speedwagon, one little fun fact. I actually went to high school with the lead singer's nephew. And uh, that was interesting. Oh. That's that's Did it. You hear it from a friend who heard it from a friend <laughs> who heard it from a friend. I mean, I heard it from him directly, but you know, <laughs> I believe. So yeah, that's all. That that's that's my fun fact. I went to high school with the lead singer's nephew. So there. Moving on. <laughs> Any others from part one? Um, no, I think Tom Petty was the most bothersome. Uh, I know they were like a that group of four like minor characters um, that appeared in like the final battle, uh, Paige, Jones, Plant, and Bornham. Um, I think those are the last names of famous musicians, Jimmy Page, Robert Plant. I don't know the rest of their names. Uh, I think the localized titles were Paju, Jones, Pluton, and Barnum. 
those weren't as bothersome, I guess, as as Tom Petty. But it, again, it was just weird. Those but, were those four zombies yes. when they were up on that balcony that that showed up for a hot second and then immediately died. Yes. And I think we talked about this. I don't know if we talked about this in an episode or just outside of the podcast. It's weird that they would want to alter actual names because I don't. I feel like certain band names, unless or not certain band names, but like certain musicians' names, unless they're like super super popular, they wouldn't have any sort of copyright on them. You never know. They probably didn't want to fuck with that. Yeah. But again, I understand it. It just makes for a very <laughs> funny situation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, part one, I mean, not a lot of characters to begin with and kind of mild in the use of actual names. But hey, we, we got Tom Petty on the list. So then part two, what do you have uh, you know, for part two? Like what, what sticks out for you? I only have one name, and that's Sant Viento, which is the localized name for Santana, the first um, pillar he was man. A, what he, he was a pillar man. Technically, right? yeah, but yeah. he was like the lowest tier of the pillar men. Yeah, and I think when we when I first watched part two, it was weird again reading the subtitle because it said San Viento, and then hearing the Japanese voice actor say something else entirely, and I was like trying to piece together like who who they're talking about it's like that meme with the lady in the math equations going around her head she's kind of like what the fuck (laughs) and i I eventually found out that uh it's actually santana in reference to uh the guitarist or musician carlos santana um but just a really weird choice i guess it kind of makes sense because viento i'm pretty sure means wind in like spanish and Stroheim wanted to name, I'm going to use the actual name Santana after like the, the winds of Mexico. Um, so I guess that's why they wanted to go with San Viento. But it's one of those things where like the, the audio you hear and the visual that you're seeing are so disconnected that your, your brain is kind of thrown for a loop. Yeah, it's that was one of the ones early on in my my JoJo journey that stuck out to me because I'm like, he is not saying San Viento. He's saying Santana. What is happening here? Like Tom Petty was one of the the early ones, but I was like, well, it's Tom Petty. Mm-hmm. You know, he's you know maybe it's just a different pronunciation. And then I came across Santana and San Viento, and I was like, hmm, math equations going around my head. I'm like, something's not adding up here. <laughs> Did you have any other names from part two? I do. I ha- I'll just kind of pair these together. So I have Wamu and ACDC because ACDC, <laughs> as you can hear from the way I pronounce it, it, the namesake is the band ACDC. And then Wamu, I mean, that's more of the Japanese pronunciation, but it's the namesake is the band Wham. And so when you say it in Japanese, it's Wamu. Mm-hmm. So I... I this one, I kind of give them credit. Like, it's cringe, but I kind of give them credit because they're still trying to stick to the root title, the actual band name. They're just literally spelling out the way the Japanese voice actors pronounce it. Yeah. Because the Japanese voice actors are saying Wamu, so then the name that's written in the subs is Wamu. So, okay, that one's a little bit fair. I'm just curious to know in the dub, which I, you know, have never seen. I'm scared to watch, especially with the uh, the voice actor for Joseph Joestar. But I'm curious to know if in the dub they also say Wamu or if they say something else. I feel like they do because I'm just 
Like I haven't watched the dub either. Maybe we should pull up a clip just to listen to it really quick. No, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thinking of like merchandise, I think even on the figures for the Pillar Men, there's that one line where it's like the the JoJo figures that have ultra articulation. The, oh, the bendable ones. Yeah, I think the posable, not bendable, the posable <laughs> figures. I think it's Medicos who does that line. Uh, yeah, Medicos Toys. Um, on the box itself, um, they have the English name for the character. And for the Pillar Men, it's spelled Wamu and ACDC. Oh, I know for sure. Okay. So there you go. Confirmed Wamu and ACDC instead of ACDC and Wham. Which, for the three Pillar Men, I actually don't mind. Because, like you said, it's close enough to the actual band names that it, I, I can forgive it. Here's what I want to call out, though, and this is a perfect example for the point you were making earlier, and that's Cars. Cars, the the band or the artist, it, it's spelled with a K, K-A-R-S, and mm-hmm. for JoJo, they just switched it to a C, C-A-R-S, like actual vehicles, cars. That is so fucking incredibly close, and there are other examples here where they could have just switched around a letter or two. And yeah. probably gotten away with the same thing as what they did here with cars. And I'm surprised they didn't do that with some of these other stand names. Um, they, it seems like they attempt to with some of them. But again, I look at these names in like the later parts and I think if you can switch one letter for cars, why can't you just do the same thing for some of these other ones? Right. I think that would be the easiest thing to do rather than coming up with an entirely new naming convention for these stand names or for these characters is just to get the the romaji is that what that's called um yeah get the romaji for how these characters names are pronounced in japanese and just use that i don't think that's gonna interfere with copyright because it's it's spelled a different way like wamu acdc and cars yeah or just switch a letter just cars i mean Mm -hmm. that to me cars (laughs) switching it from a k to a c that's probably one of the cleanest localizations we have in all of jojo so at least we have that one. Maybe they'll try to do better about that later. I doubt it. But let's move on to part three. Um, so my first one on the list for part three, I actually wanted to call this one out because I thought it was a clever localization. And that's Enya, who in the the localization is called Enyaba. That's mm. the old lady who um, basically grants Dio his stand through the stand arrow and messes with Polnareff when they're at the hotel. And the reason I find this one to be clever is because I, I believe Enya's full name is Enya the Hag because she's an old lady. And I think this is a, a play on words with Japanese because they're calling her in the localized title Enyaba. And for anyone who's familiar with Japanese, you know, if you've watched enough anime, you know that Obachan means like old woman or grandma. Oh, okay. So I think it's like, a, a again, a play on words here because Enyaba essentially means... Enya the old lady without saying Enya the hag the way that I think because I think the official name is Enya the hag according to this uh, Jojo fandom website um, so yeah I, I I have to give that one credit because I I don't know maybe they could have gotten away with Enya the old lady or something but I thought that was a, a clever way to localize that one plus it's using the actual spelling for I think it Enya's the, the singer um, all they add is an extra suffix at the end yeah <laughs> and still keep the original meaning yeah and i guess it's better because every time i think of enya 
I think of that that song, "Who Can Say." Yeah. Like, I I can't associate that song with his character, just knowing how different like <laughs> the moods and personalities of that song with that character are. Uh, so I can I can take Anyaba. I only have two uh, names from Part Three. Surprisingly, that did not sit well with me. I f- I figure the second one um, we might have in common. And but, I think that might be because Part Three relied on the tarot cards yeah. for the most for most of the stand names. Um, I think it's the stand usernames where the issue kind of comes out. So yeah, I guess a little less of a headache with Part Three. Yeah, tarot cards and uh, Egyptian the names of the Egyptian gods and goddesses. Yeah. So you can't have copyrights on things that have existed throughout history, <laughs> I guess. Uh, it just makes me think too, like. Imagine if we couldn't say Star Platinum and we had to say something like Starry Diamond. Starry <laughs> uh, White Gold. Yeah, it just doesn't. Titanium. Again, it doesn't have the same <laughs> kick as Star Platinum. So thankfully, like Jotaro's stand is unaffected by these copyright laws. Uh, but my first name from part three, I'll admit it's clever, but it's just so stupid and it's Dan of Steel. Oh, yeah, I've got this one, too. <laughs> okay, yeah, which is a variation of Steely Dan, the American rock band. And I, I know what they're trying to go for. It sounds like Man of Steel, like the the, the other, the moniker for um, Superman. But... You know what this made me think of? And it's relevant to um, the exciting news that we shared earlier that we were on TV Trivia Pod doing Thor Trivia it reminds me of that part that you really liked where Thor goes up to Coulson and says, son of oh, Cole. Yeah. That's literally what I thought of when I when I was reminded of Dan of Steel. I'm like, oh, it's like son of Cole. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I, I think it's clever, but it's just so stupid. It It's another thing that it loses the punch of the actual band name. I feel like this is one where maybe the, the, the team or whoever that was working on the localized titles is kind of like, all right, we're going to make this one. Like some of these are, I think are funny on purpose. Like they, they tried to m- almost meme it to a certain degree. Not a lot of them, but a couple of them. And I would say S- Steely Dan becoming Dan of Steel is probably one of the ones where they were like, fuck it. Let's just try this mm-hmm. out. <laughs> they kind of knew what they were doing. Um, but I have on my list as well for part three, Oingo Boingo. That's what I, that was the second yeah, one I had. Being localized to Zendata and Mondata. I... I one time read the context around the decision to switch Oingo Boingo to Zendata and Mondata. I cannot for the life of me recall what it is. And I I haven't looked back on it because it just irks me so much that this is completely different sounding from Oingo Boingo. I'm like, how do you go from Oingo Boingo to Zendata and Mondata? I mean, you talk about being a, um, a sub-watcher. When you're reading Zentata Mondata and hearing Oingo Boingo, your head's like, I know that is not what they are saying. There's absolutely no way that even comes close. It's actually Zenyata Mondata. I hope I typoed it <laughs> so... in my notes. Zenyata Mondata. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> no, yeah. This is another one just like uh, Santviento where it, it really fucks with your brain. And... I thought they just pulled these names out of their asses. Like, who the fuck thinks up Zenyata Mondata as a great replacement for Oingo Boingo? Yeah. But this is interesting because Zenyata Mondata is actually the name of an album by the police. 
So, okay, why yeah. are they able to get away with that? And what was Oingo Boingo? What's the namesake there? Oingo Boingo is, I think that's the name of a uh, American band. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm confused. I, I am very <laughs> confused. You've got cars where they just change one letter and that's enough to, you know, assumingly dodge copyright infringement. And then here they take one possibly you know sus title and then change it to another one that definitely is the name of like something that could get slapped with copyright infringement i i don't know i yeah. don't know <laughs> why they could have just gone with ingo bingo i would have been boinko fine with. boinko yeah that too <laughs> just t- take the g replace it with a k just to keep it consistent with the sound that you're hearing at least in the japanese dub Again, this is one where I feel like there there may have been some genuine effort where they're like, hey, it's still in the theme of JoJo using a, a band name or a song title, um, but it's just so drastically different that I, I think the problem is reading the subs and then hearing the name sound completely different breaks the immersion because you're like, that's not what they're saying. That is not the character's name. Because mm-hmm. if you can hear it very clearly in the Japanese, you identify that character as... Um, oingo or boingo but then you're reading something completely different and it just kind of it just kind of takes you out it kind of it almost irks me a bit and again i'm not blaming anybody i understand why this has to be done but i kind of get annoyed i'm like well that's not what their name is it makes me sad yeah well i guess what's uh, a little less sad wait is that did you have oingo boingo on your list Mm -hmm. those are the only two names from part three so this next one makes me a little less sad and it's also kind of a what the fuck moment, I guess, in the same vein as Oingo Boingo becoming Zenyatta Mondata. Kenny G becoming Billy Jean. Oh, yeah. I don't understand because <laughs> Billy Jean, which, by the way, is one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. Mm-hmm. I, that's a Michael Jackson song. You're telling me you can't get away with fucking Kenny G, but you can get away with a Michael Jackson song? <laughs> what the fuck? This one blows my mind because I would figure that if you're going up against someone in a lawsuit, you're probably like you're, you're the better chances of, of getting hit with a lower dollar amount and you have to pay out is probably from Kenny G's side versus like Michael Jackson's side. Plus, I think I read somewhere like that Billie Jean, like it was the actual name of a, a woman. Um, and I don't, I think that's who Michael Jackson wrote the song about. And I, I don't I think she was like pleased with it, even though I think the woman claimed that Michael Jackson was the father of her newborn son. And I guess this was Michael's way to, to get back at her. Um, but that's just an aside. But like you said, it's weird that you. It here is another example where they just use a, a different album instead of the the artist's name to 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 replace their actual name. Like I want to. I'm curious if there's a, a a JoJo listener out there who's well versed in like the legalese and and knows exactly why these names like Zenyatta Mundata and Billy Jean can be used instead of Oingo Boingo or Kenny G. Yeah, I, I'm very curious as well. But let's move on to part four, which I thought I would have more for, but I don't. I only have one on my list. Hmm. I wonder if it's one of the two I have. Oh, okay. Um. So, and again, these are just the ones that really stick out to us. We could go on and on all day about all of the localized titles in JoJo, but we wanted to pull the ones that... We found funny, clever, or just always stick with us, especially if they've been memed to death. So 
I only have one that always kind of sticks with me from part four. Um, do you want to go first, though, with whatever is on your list? It might be the same one as me. No, you can go first. I'm curious. So it's Pearl Jam becoming Pole Jam. <laughs> okay, that was the first one. <laughs> that was and my first one. There's two reasons why this one sticks out to me. One is because this is one of the, the names I told my dad, and he was like, what the hell? When I told him Pearl Jam became Pole Jam, and he actually laughed at this one. The other one is because it reminds me of SpongeBob. Yeah. When I, I can't remember which episode it was, but um, when Mr. Krabs or someone tells SpongeBob to say hello, Pearl, and he says hello, Pole, and then he goes to the pole, that that's why this one sticks out to me. I think it's the one where SpongeBob. Yeah, it's the one where um, Pearl becomes like the interim manager for the crusty crab oh my god the cuddly crab episode yeah yeah that's <laughs> right like, this is my daughter pearl and it's fun so i was like hello pole hello pole to salad <laughs> <laughs> but yes that that's why i mean it's it's funny sounding in general but that's why this one stands out in my mind i'll admit it it's clever and here's it's kind of similar in the case to cars or acdc where it sounds close enough to the original uh the original word that it's it can be forgiven yeah like the the japanese pronunciation would be padu jam okay so pole padu pole like i i can see where they were going with that one yeah but overall it just still sounds stupid and pole jam like this stand comes from i think one of my I think this is probably my most favorite episode from part four where uh, Josuke and Okuyasu go to the, the Italian restaurant and you think that the the restaurant chef has like a, a sinister... Um, intent? Yeah, sinister intent, sinister motives. But then you see the subtitles call his stand name Pole Jam instead of Pearl Jam. And you're like, what? Immersion <laughs> broken. Yeah. <laughs> the only other localized name i had for part four that really got under my skin is i think this is the uh stand user that um used rock paper scissors oh the the jonkin kid yeah which as i was putting my notes together i realized oh this kind of reminds me of gone from hunter hunter oh gone which i don't know if it it <laughs> drew inspiration because maybe like the kid i guess you could kind of say he looks like gone at certain points hell no no gone is cute and precious <laughs> this kid is fucking annoying <laughs> well i think like a certain point like it, where his hair flares up it looks like kind of like gone's hair but anyways it's his stand that bothers me which is called boy to man oh. <laughs> <laughs> um and that's obviously uh a a localization of the boy band from the 90s boys to men again it loses its oomph but and the weird thing is here on the jojo fandom page they list boy to man as the original true intent name and then write uh, they write out boy man man for the english dub <laughs> which i can only imagine being a dub actor for that episode because i think it was who was playing jonkin with him rohan what's that who was playing jonkin with the kid was it rohan Oh, um, I don't remember. Because he uses heaven, he uses yeah, heaven's door on I the think, kid. Yeah, it's it's Rohan that. So imagine being one of the dub actors in that episode and having to shout "boy man man" 
like, like the english dub yeah <laughs> so i don't know if in jojo originally it's pronounced boys to men or if it is boy to man and then for some reason they just wanted to take it a step further for the english dub and oh, write, and yeah. say boy man man so it's just weird i don't I don't know what's going on with that one but maybe in the original the, when we get to that episode we'll have to listen intently and see if they say boy to man or boys to men so now on to part five, where I think things get really spicy. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I think, th- yeah, part five has some of the worst localized names. Yeah, and I'll, I'll start off with that one. Um, as I, I teased right there, the first one on my list is Spice Girl becoming Spicy Lady. I'm like, oh, that, that one hurts because I grew up loving the Spice Girls. And so hearing it pronounced or, or read as Spicy Lady is just very cringe. Also, it's Spicy Lady just sounds really funny. Like, why not call her Spice Lady instead? I feel like mm. I could almost stomach Spice Lady a little bit better than Spicy Lady. A spicy just sounds funny. It's like cr- calling someone like Krusty Lady or something. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> a like an insult rather than a threat. Uh, yeah, you could go with the romans. I would say it's like what spicu, like yeah, or call her sp- spies girl, or spiced girls. Although you know, we we come up with these alternatives, but let's be honest. Even if they used the alternatives in the show, we would still cringe at them. I think True. no matter what, it would be a cringe moment. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it, it would just sit better if they just went with the uh, Romaji instead of <laughs> spicy lady, uh, boy to man, spicy lady. Just does not roll off the tongue. I that was one of mine. I have three. I feel like one of those three will will share because we've referenced it so many times. So I'll go with my other one, which is Notorious Chase. Which was supposed to be, or it's a localization of the rapper Notorious B.I.G. And if I remember, I was reading up, because it's been quite a while since we've seen part five. Um, This was the stand of Carne, which I think he like died. I forgot who, like he immediately died in in a battle with whatever stand he was. I think it might have been Jorno or something. Um, But then his stand like lingers on after death. It's like an autonomous stand almost. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, very threatening stand. And for them to use no- Notorious B.I.G. I thought was a nice touch, but hearing Notorious Chase. Yeah, it's very literal because the thing does chase yeah. after them, I guess, and they have a hard time getting rid of it. But yeah, it's just weird. Mm-hmm. Well, but I'll, I'll give yeah I'll give you the honors for the worst. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with the the heavy hitter here. Um, let's go Sticky Fingers becoming zipper man talk about a literal localization i get it bucherity uses zippers with his stand ability and he is a man but did you really have to call the stand zipper man it's yeah it hurts it hurts this is one of those dub moments that i have heard because it got memed to death when the the uh part five localized names came out and hearing like, I, I give credit to the dub voice actor for Bucciarati because you can tell he's trying to have intensity, but that's ruined by the fact that he is screaming Zipper Man, and I just can't. I, It, it hurts. It hurts a lot. <laughs> yeah, right before this recording, I I listened to... There's a 16-second clip on YouTube of every that's time... 16 seconds too many. <laughs> <laughs> every time uh, Bucciarati says Zipper Man in the English dub... And in my head, I'm just thinking, like, where's the teeth? Like, hearing sticky fingers in the Japanese dub, that voice actor, I 
his name escapes me and it's one of our favorite voice actors the same one who does gojo and um does everything it does all the characters i want to say his name just to give him some proper credit uh yuichi nakamura yes um he takes something like sticky fingers does not sound threatening at all out of context but the way he says it it, arguably sounds goofier than Zipperman, right but yeah the way that he says it like you can feel how much of a threat bucerti and his stand is zipper man does not have the teeth even though like zippers have teeth like there are no (laughs) teeth in him saying it and sticky fingers is one of the few stand cries or stand names that that people love to quote and shout out because of mm-hmm. the way the voice actor decided to to shout out the name. Right. Like, sticky fingers. Because, okay, at, at some anime conventions, when we're playing beer pong, we like to make <laughs> yeah. uh, a fun little rule with our friends where every time you take a shot in beer pong, you have to shout a different stand name. And I mean, shouting sticky fingers the way the Japanese voice actor shouts it is far more satisfying and intense and fun than shouting zipper man, <laughs> let me tell you. And uh, I don't know if anyone's tried during our game, but if, if they if they do try, then that's an automatic fail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else they could have done here. Like wacky fingers. Stick <laughs> no, fingers, a... although stick fingers has a very different mm-hmm. like meaning than St- sticky fingers. St- stinky, very different context. Stinky there. fingers. Stinky fingers. <laughs> no, you know that, what? Stop. I would take stinky fingers over zipper man. No, because that sounds dirty. No, hell no. That that one's funny, like Dan of Steel. Like I feel like Dan of Steel is a mm. meme is like a like they were intentionally trying to be funny there. Stinky fingers would have been fucking amazing. I actually probably would have enjoyed that more than sticky fingers. So let's write to the team that localizes titles and be like hey we've got a recommendation for you in case you didn't think about it why not stinky finger and the, they'll just take that note and rip it up they'll be like no 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 no, no. We'll, we'll move on so i think you've exhausted your part five list but i have three more no four mm. more and the first one is the first one the next one is green day becoming green tea why oh why yeah. like green tea <laughs> is not menacing at all i mean green day like you know that that's a a punk rock group there is that what their genre is punk rock yeah and they're, you have they're that, a rock group it, yeah. you know we all we all most of us know green day they're intense and yeah you have the image in your mind of who green day is yeah and then it's green tea and i just think i drink green tea every day there is nothing menacing or scary about green tea especially because the stand user chocolata is one of the most intense stand users or enemy stand users in all of part five i think he's absolutely insane but his stand is localized to green tea and that's the one that gets whooped by the seven-page Muda, right? Yup. <laughs> Can you imagine trying to explain that um, golden? What do they? What do they localize gold experience as? Gold wind. As golden wind. Golden wind yeah. whooping uh, green tea's ass. Like that just does not sound right. <laughs> Although I'm looking at the wiki JoJo wiki article for uh, Green Day, um, the namesake is also derived from green tea, which it. As a song by John Schofield. I don't know who that who? is. John <laughs> Schofield? Well, here, another example then of them <laughs> using a different title and not worrying about copyright infringement. Yeah. Could have done Green Days and spelled Days as D-A-Z-E. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Green right. Days. Yeah. 
I, I wouldn't mind that. I'd still cringe, but I wouldn't mind that. Uh, next up, I have Sex Pistols becoming Six Bullets. Again, a very literal localization. Just like Zipperman, they're literally looking at the stand and saying, there's six bullets, right? Are there six? Yeah, there's six yeah, bullets. Yeah, six bullets. We'll just name it Six Bullets. Like I, I get the idea they were going for here, but it just doesn't work because... It's Sex Pistols becoming Six Bullets. It's It just feels totally different. Would you have preferred Sexy Pistol? <laughs> uh, yes. In the same vein of Stinky Fingers and Dan of Steel, I think Sexy Pistols would have been fucking hilarious. Or I, Sex Pit Stools. Pit Stools. <laughs> like missed opportunities on these, man. Let's 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 write them in. Okay, so we're 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 going with Stinky Fingers and Sexy Pistols. <laughs> if they went with if they went from Spice Girl to Spicy Ladies then they can go from sex pistols to sexy pistols. Then we have Aerosmith, which became Little Bomber. I don't mind Little Bomber because it is a tiny airplane. But my thought is, why not just call it Aeroplane? It's it's Aerosmith. Why not just call it Aeroplane instead of Little Bomber? Where the fuck did Little Bomber come from? You'd think that'd come to mind right away. Yeah, missed opportunity here. We're, we're just going to rack them up, okay? Stinky fingers, sexy pistols, and aeroplane. Why not just call it fucking aeroplane? <laughs> I don't understand. See, I I don't know where Lil Bomber comes from. I didn't, I didn't think it was egregious compared to some of the other ones. I thought it was a clever name. It must come from something else because... It's the, the way it's written is Lil Bomber. Like the the like it's a rap name. Like or the something. slang version of little. So yeah, maybe it comes from something. I'm too scared to look it up because I'll I'll just cringe. I <laughs> forgot the the pilot. There's a little pilot in the plane. That's, maybe he's the Lil Bomber. Maybe, but his name is Mr. Smith. I think um, Narancha calls him Smith's son. Smith's Aww, son. that's cute. I forgot so, about that. Little bit of a reference to Aerosmith there. But, yeah, I don't know where Lil Bomber comes from. <laughs> the last one I have on here, just, it's so fucking funny to me. Craft work becoming arts and crafts. <laughs> I'm like, at that point, just fucking call it craft mac and cheese. Like, are you even trying anymore? <laughs> like, I think this is another memed one, like Dan of Steel, where they're like, fuck it, let's call them arts and crafts. Although, again, I, I would I would opt for craft mac and cheese instead. And I think craft work was the stand user who uh, Mista went up against um, earlier on in the show where he was like able to like control items, let them float in the air. And he was like walking on those rocks when they were on the, the truck as it was driving around like the cliffside. Oh, yeah, I vaguely remember. Yeah, he was, I think he was earlier on in the show. But yeah, he's, he's arts and crafts. Craft work does not sound anything like arts and crafts. So that, that one sticks out when you hear the voice actor saying something completely different than arts and crafts. So stupid. I love it, but it's stupid. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I found one more that's like also stupid um, in part five, and that's the Grateful Dead becoming the thankful dead oh that's right i <laughs> forgot about that one that one's great i right, mean great I think, in like yeah. a stupid way um, these are so they're so bad <laughs> that they're good that that's the level that like yeah. arts and crafts and thankful dead are oh yeah i think thankful dead is what they use in all-star battles english localization but it, it's thankful death that they use i think for the actual anime why not just use thankful dead 
I don't know. Like you're you're just unnecessarily changing the second word. I think you could probably get away with leaving dead as it is. Or you know what? You could do Grateful Dead as in three words. Great, G-R-E-A-T, full, F-U-L-L, dead. They've dead. done that. They've they've done that for other stands, um, particularly I think in part six that we haven't gotten to yet, so I won't call them out. But yes, they, they have done that where... Well, Marilyn Manson is one. And yes, that's one on my list for part mm-hmm. six. I'm jumping ahead. But Marilyn Manson is literally just, it sounds exactly the same. It's just spelled different. So yeah, why did they do Grateful Dead for Grateful Dead? That's a great question. We're going to write a strongly <laughs> worded letter to the team that handled localized titles for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, you could argue the uh, semantics of it. Unless they were like, this still sounds too much like the band name. Here's another one that, where that had an extremely minor change. Metallica to Metallic. Oh, they yeah. just dropped the A. Again, like it, it's still cringe on some level, but that's a great minor change. Like That one's close enough where you're like, all right, I accept it. Similar to Cars. Cards mm-hmm. is still the best one, though. I mean, it's it's literally the same, just spelled different. Oh, right. Yeah. So now on to part six. Yes, I spoiled Marilyn Manson. I'll just I'll start off with that one. Marilyn Manson tra- <laughs> turning into Mary Lynn Manson. Like, th- they tried, but I still hate it. I guess it works if you say it really fast, Marilyn Manson. But if you pronounce it, you know, in the Chicago way, it's Mary Lynn Manson. <laughs> it's, it's not the same vibe at all. Yeah, it's clever. It's... It just sounds stupid, and I again I think of the English dub, how the voice actor can get through making Mary Lynn Manson sound threatening. Maybe they do purposely say it very fast so that it's still technically they can argue that they're still saying Mary Lynn, but it mm. just sound when you blend it, it sounds like Marilyn. Yeah, I don't know because again you think of the personality of the the musician Marilyn Manson. And not to insult anyone out there who's named Mary Lynn, you, you have a very beautiful name. It's just it doesn't have that the teeth behind it. As your a, name is not menacing at all, which <laughs> it's probably a good thing to be honest. Right, right. And before I, I only have all that one other name on my list for part six. I, I remember there was in the episode where they're talking about finding those two escaped prisoners. Uh, you remember, like, the, the wrist uh, device yeah. was just called Like a Virgin. And that's what it said exactly in the subtitles. Oh, yeah, they were able to say Like a Virgin. Madonna's not coming after them for that yeah, one? I feel like Madonna's what? probably the one person that would come after yeah. you for using her material. <laughs> yeah, probably. Right? So it's just odd. Like, they, <laughs> I was trying to think, like, what if they wanted to avoid any potential legal conflicts, what they could use. Uh, I was thinking of similar to a virgin <laughs> similar they called it called it equivalent that. to a yeah. virgin <laughs> equivalent to someone who has not yet had sex <laughs> uh, but yeah the only other um localized name that i had for part six was smack i don't understand that one so that <laughs> one's kiss becoming smack like you couldn't have picked smooch i don't know like why smack because they think kind of like smacking your lips. Or um, I guess like the the effect when Hermes pulls the sticker off, like two objects smack back together. Right. And to be fair, smack does sound more menacing than smooch. Like I think that's a more uh, intense, like appropriate stand name than smooch. But in the theme of like the namesake being kiss, wouldn't you pick smooch? Or again, going to the Romaji, you add 
you at the yeah, end, right? Kisu. Kisu. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't understand Smack at all. I don't understand any of these names <laughs> at all. <laughs> and uh, that's why we're talking about them. Um, I, I do know um, one stand name that comes up later in part six. You've mentioned this, and I've, I've read it in other places. Wait, well, I, I've got an honorable mentions. Okay. And I'll, I'll say it there if it's the same one that we're thinking of. Hopefully, we've got tele- telepathy going on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, on my list, I have Stone Free becoming Stone Ocean. That is confusing as fuck. Because she explains that my stand is going to break out of the stone cage so that I can be free. So I named it Stone Ocean. Like that doesn't like <laughs> literally the, the lead up to the, the name reveal doesn't make any sense in the yeah. localized world. It just is like, what? <laughs> I want to break out of this stone ocean. So I named my stand Stone Ocean. Yeah. It's like I am in Stone Ocean. So I named my stand Stone Ocean. Like she literally <laughs> says that I'm going to break out of the stone whatever um cage and be free and said so i named it stone ocean like i it doesn't work it doesn't make sense i guess they wanted the copy of the naming convention from golden wind where they named giorno stand golden wind instead of gold experience like the i think it was the prince album but yeah no like with her explanation it, it doesn't make sense yeah yeah well moving on from that one uh, is one that I think is far more egregious, and that's Guess becoming Guess. And yes, I understand, similar to other ones, they were trying to use the Japanese pronunciation of Guess, but Guess is not a word, nor is it like, it just, it's, it, to, to English speakers, it is just a strange, strange word. Like ACDC, when I read that, or I see that, or I hear it, like I, I can understand that one, or Wamu, it sounds like a foreign word. But Gwes sounds like you typoed and you left it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Gwes just seems so like far left field for me. And I I really dislike this one. I think of all the part six ones, this one kind of gets under my skin. Yeah, I get that they were just trying to stick to the way that the Japanese VAs were pronouncing it. I don't know what their rationale is between how the, the Romaji is pronounced and then taking a, an, a completely different word. Just drop the U. Just make it G-E-S-S, so pronounce guess. Then it's Jess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or like, um, I know in Italian, you usually add an H after a G to give it the G sound. There you um, go. Do yeah. that. Do anything right. other than guess. Fine. Whatever. It is what it is. But yeah, the, the other uh, name from from part six that hasn't been revealed yet in the anime but uh, (laughs) if they use it um it's just gonna be like the cherry on top it's gonna be one of the most memed things you know what i'm talking about it's um sports max's stand oh i was thinking of something totally different (laughs) okay no go ahead yeah yeah keep 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 going keep going no i I don't want to say like the actual band name because didn't we just like just get introduced like they teased sports max at the end of episode 12 yeah and so we haven't seen his stand yet which is why i don't want to say the the band name that is used for the stand's name well here let's do the honorable mentions because my honorable honorable mentions have not shown up in the anime but they are just so 
fucking hilarious. I just had to mention them for the manga readers that tune in because, you know, gotta sh- we got to show a little love to the manga readers because I'm sure they're excited for these these names to come up. So we're going to now mention two stand names that have not appeared in the anime. If you don't want to be spoiled, we recommend skipping ahead a few minutes and then catching up with us afterwards. So again, spoiler warning for two stand names that are only in the manga have not come up in the anime. All right, so I will say what I was referring to before, which is Sports Max's stand, Flaccid Pancake. Oh, my <laughs> which God. Which is supposed to be the localized title for Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I, I get what they're going for because Limp, Flaccid, but, but Pancake. Because <laughs> well, like a biscuit and a pancake. You know what? I don't fucking know how this one came out, but I... I love it so much. You know, it's in the same vein of like Dan of Steel, right? It's just stupid, like memeable. Like they kind of just, they said, fuck it. We're just going to do this. And they said, Limp Biscuit, we're going to call him Flaccid Pancake. You know, they could have actually spelled Biscuit because uh, Limp Biscuit, they spell their band name B-I-Z-K-I-T. You know what right? though? I, I'm not mad about Flaccid <laughs> Pancake. This is probably no. the single stand name because you can tell again they were like <laughs> fuck it we're just gonna name it flaccid pancake because this job of localizing stand names is really difficult uh this is the one stand name i think that i'm not mad at i know i really? i cringe at everything else <laughs> i i actually think it's so bad that it's good okay well like i still every- <laughs> i still cringe at dan of steel that one is so bad that it's good um but it's still cringeable this one i'm like i I, you know what just rename lynn biscuit across the board even on the japanese side to flaccid pancake because it's flaccid pancake like what the fuck i think this kind of ties with zipper man for the worst localized name in jojo i feel like zipper man is is so cringe like probably one of the most cringe that we have and flaccid pancake is probably even further cringe that it then circles back around to the other side of the spectrum where it actually becomes really fucking good. It's going to be it's going to be memed. It already is memed a ton on the manga side of things. If you go on like any JoJo meme like board or whatever, the subreddit, you're going to see Flaccid Pancake, but one once the anime continues with new episodes for Stone Ocean and we actually are officially introduced to Flaccid Pancake, it's going to be great. I cannot wait for those memes. I just, I, I don't know how I could take Sportsmax seriously as a as an enemy stand user. If I hear, <laughs> you know what? If if the the English dub goes with Flaccid Pancake, I want to watch or I want to listen to the English VA say it. They're going to have the, <laughs> the fucking best time. And they better because in the manga, it's officially Flaccid Pancake in the, the localized translations, I think. Or I think Jojo Wiki says it's used in the English localization of the video game Eyes of Heaven. Oh. Um, I don't know if there's a an official manga translation yet for part six, right? Because they just released part five. Uh, oh, you're right. right. Well, then I, I, I stand corrected. I hope and they better keep Flaccid Pancake <laughs> because the Jojo community will actually be upset, I have a feeling, if they try to use anything other than Flaccid Pancake. Unreal. <laughs> So then my other honorable mention comes from the part seven manga, which I have not read, but the only reason I am aware of it is again, because it gets memed to shit all the time. So the stand name, and I have no fucking idea who stand this is or what the stand does. All I know is the name. It's Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, like the, the song. Isn't that a Rolling Stones song? 
No, uh, Oops. AC, <laughs> AC, uh, oh, right, AC sorry. DC. Yeah, I should know that. <laughs> Your AC, dad DC. would not be proud of me. <laughs> We're gonna right tell now. him this later. He's gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Um, yes, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap is localized in the manga as well. Again, it may not be official. <laughs> Hopefully, it stays official. Filthy acts at a reasonable <laughs> price. I shit you not. Filthy acts at a reasonable price. We we, <laughs> we joked around about other very literal localizations. This like is the Zipper first Man. time I'm hearing this. <laughs> it's like Zipperman and Six Bullets, right? Like those are very literal. This one I think is also a literal one that's blended with the memeable side of like flaccid pancake and Dan of Steel. <laughs> this is kind of like the joke i made earlier about if they made like a virgin like similar to uh yeah like just made it incredible incredibly literal <laughs> or do you remember those memes like back in like the early days of memes there's the the one where it's a painting of a like an old-timey dude uh, from like the the 1800s and he's pointing it's a painting but it's a guy with like a cane and he's pointing at the person painting him uh-huh and the the meme template for that would be taking things and putting them into old english oh yeah yeah yeah. do you know what i'm talking about yeah uh that's what this reminds me of filthy acts at a reasonable price. it also kind of reminds me of the winnie the pooh meme where like the first two panels like they get progressively more sophisticated until the bottom one where he's like in a suit with a top hat or whatever like i feel like someone was trying to sophisticate Affy this stand name of Dirty Deeds Under Cheap, and they're like filthy acts at a reasonable <laughs> price. It, uh, it the artist's name was Joseph DeCrow. Um, I like how you actually at... looked that up. No, because like <laughs> that's one of my favorite like meme templates back when that like the having the um, font over the picture was like a, a meme craze. Yeah, but yeah, I was thinking of. Um, the, you know, the song Get Low by Lil John, these side boys. Yeah. The, I'm looking at the meme right now. It's the to thine window, to thine wall. Oh, right. Till thine perspiration descends down thine genitalia. Yeah, I love that one. Oh, what a throwback what, meme. That's what hearing this sounds me lo- or sounds like to me. Oh, my God. Well, there you go. I, I can't wait for Flaccid Pancake in part six and... What was it? Filthy acts at a any reasonable <laughs> price in part seven. If they change those two, I will genuinely be upset. I think those are some of the best and like dumbest localizations. Like they're again, they're so bad that they're good. I, I hope they keep them. And I feel like knowing the teams behind JoJo, they understand the culture enough and the community enough where they probably wouldn't want to change it. I think they would stick with it. But stinky fingers. <laughs> stinky fingers i still root for stinky fingers and sexy pistols but yeah there you have it some of the the worst jojo localized stand names character names titles what have you the ones that stick out the most to us if there are any that you guys find super cringe egregious so bad that it's good let us know reach out to us join the discord and drop those localized names in the strictly jojo channel let us know which ones we missed and should have talked about there's great ones and by great i mean awful <laughs> and you know we we've poked fun at it and um just roasted the shit out of all of these uh, <laughs> uh localized names but i think on on the bright side i think the, like the absurdity of these localizations like it kind of perfectly encapsulates the bizarre nature of the JoJo series as a whole. 
as you mentioned earlier, it, it's become sort of ingrained in the fandom and, and accepted. So I, I kind of appreciate that uh, these localizations are now a significant part of JoJo's culture and allure um, to make it like one of the most unique, I guess, anime experiences out there. One of the most unique anime communities out there. Yeah, that, <laughs> that too. is for that sure. For sure. <laughs> but thank you everyone for listening. Hope you've been enjoying our discussion episodes. Hopefully we get more Stone Ocean episodes soon, but until that point, we'll continue to do some of these fun, bizarre JoJo topics. If anyone has any recommendations on what you want to hear us talk about, let us know. Reach out to us on social media, on the Discord, via email, via our website. We're open to suggestions, but we do have some uh, some good discussions lined up for, for the next week or so. And with that, that wraps up episode 43 of Strictly JoJo. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to support the show, then head over to patreon.com slash the Strictly series and subscribe on your favorite podcast service so you can be notified when new episodes premiere every Monday during the Stone Ocean Review series. Join our Discord to continue the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at the Strictly Series and on Twitter at Strictly Series. And check out our website, thestrictlyseries.com, where you'll find more info on Strictly Anime, our other podcasts for anime reviews and discussions. All links are in the description. Thank you so much for listening and sharing our love of JoJo. Stay weeb, everyone. To be continued. Continued.